episode four, code switching. Mm, code switching. We discussed the fact that we um, went to Bolly Bollison. Mm-hmm. I hope everyone likes our pictures and it actually represents us. You better. The pictures are hot. Us. Hot. The pictures are hot. The yeah. pictures are hot. And not being funny. You and that um, metallic um, disco it's dress. Me, isn't it? Come on. It's a bit of me. It, 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 Do you know what? It's so, so funny. Um, my sister, what? she's hella rude. Mm. So she saw the pictures <laughs> and she was like, look, look, what is this? Uh, look at how you look when you make an effort. Every other day, 364 days of the year, you look basically like trash. But look at <gasps> how you can look when you make an effort. This is what she was saying to me. No. My younger sister. She's like, you better just take a long, hard look at yourself in the mirror because you're not doing what you need to do right now. Oh, my God. Mm. I mean, in terms of being positive mm-hmm. and possibly being motivational, she came from... No, she came from a place of love. See? Okay, but it wasn't delivered and it wasn't to be best. in the best way. No. Like, yeah. The delivery yeah. needed to... Need some see, work. sister, Chema sister, um, I call her yacht life. <laughs> yacht life, <laughs> you need to work on the delivery. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's a time and a place. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And a place and a time. Thank you, Sarita. And uh, words that you should, like, say. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. And possibly just think of how the words come out. Yeah. Tell her. Get I think. Yeah, she she didn't deliver a message in the right way, but um, I'll tell her about <laughs> herself a bit later on. Okay, but are you going to make more of an effort because of what you said? Uh, I might. I might have to ah! give it a little thought. scrolling social media as I do and I can't remember whether this was on TikTok it probably wasn't it was probably on Instagram that I saw a a TikTok or a reel and it was um, a funny sketch somebody was sat working from home on a video call with their boss and then and their boss had asked them to do something and they responded bet and this was an American um video so responded what bet so bet 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 as in b-e-t as in b-e-t bet as in like well not as in place a bit but the place a bit bet so um yeah boss asked um somebody to do something she was like not really thinking and just answered bet so i i didn't understand what bet meant because bet is not uk lingo that I'm familiar no, with. No, I don't understand that. Right. I'm usually down with the American stuff. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you that bet okay. means like cool. It's just another way of saying cool or yeah, that's good or something like that. So she like had popping. responded bet. And then she clocked that she'd responded bet and she realized she wasn't talking to her <laughs> pal. She was talking to her boss. And she was like, uh, uh, I, mean, I mean, yes, that's fine. Of course. Um, yes, I'll get up right on that. And it was just so oh. interesting because... It made me think about the times when I have have dropped the mask, as it were, um, and kind of let out a little bit of slang or dropped a couple of T's or something 
in the workplace and like why yeah. is that such a big deal for us like I, I i yeah so i thought it'd be great to have a little bit of a chat about that so um code switching code switching so for those of you who don't know it's called code switching and code switching originally um was a term coined by um some researchers who were looking at people who were either bilingual or multilingual and they were able to switch between languages so um if my parents had bothered to teach me my language i would be able to code switch for example but as they didn't i just speak english so um it was originally <laughs> um meant to be used around that language whole that whole language thing but now what it is is about when people feel that they need to change their the way that they speak so their dialect their accent or their behavior or their look in order to assimilate into a particular space usually the workplace so they would talk one way behave one way outside of work come into work and behave a totally different way so that they fit in and then go home and like just let those t's drop a little bit and say bet when they need to so that's code switching so sarita does that resonate with you mm. at all tell me i mean do you know what it's funny because i again you know i i, I like watching um social media and stuff mm -hmm. and um i can't remember their names something in pele there's these two comedians two black comedians um what something in I can't remember their names, but I, they were on an oh, SNL. Oh, 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 Jordan Peele. Jordan yeah. Peele and his, his um, partner. Peele? Yes, yes, yes. Um, I know exactly who you mean, but I'm going to have to look it up because it's going to do my head in. Yeah, so whilst you're looking it up, mm -hmm. there was a skit that they did, and it was when Obama was um, in office. Mm -hmm. And um, one of them... He was very good at imitating Obama, and there was a, a Peel, whole line. Peel. Yes, that's it. Right. Not Jordan. Keegan Michael Key and Jordan Peele. Yes, yes. Oh. There was like he was pretending to be Obama, and in the in in the people that he was meeting, like a little whole line <laughs> would be like, yes, shaking the hands of the white people and being like, yes. And then when he got to a black person, he was like fist bumping yeah. and like, yeah, give me a hug. And, like, <laughs> and I kind of, it's, the way I see it, it's not like um, a racial thing where mm -hmm. you're trying to exclude people. Mm -hmm. It's not like that. It's just, when you know you're around family, mm. you can kind of relax a bit. Yeah. It's not just, it's not, I guess, um, playing up to something. It's just being a bit more relaxed. Mm -hmm. You Do you know what? That's it. You don't feel like you have to be anyone but yourself mm. because they will understand. Yeah. And there's that level of like understanding, even if we're not related, but it's just that black thing. It's just like, eh, cool. Yeah. You yeah. probably watched what I watched. You kind of understand <laughs> a bit what I understand. Yeah. And it is, it's like that tiny bit of understanding and it's not necessary. I think in terms of co-switching, it can it can be present in so many things. Mm -hmm. So if you were a female on like a whole 
workspace of men mm. if you met another female mm. you'd feel that little bit more comfortable because there's that little bit more understanding mm. so it'd be like hey you're right yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah so it's like that so in terms of me code switching do you know what i think because of the spaces that i go in it's not as relevant to this do you reckon it's not as relevant for you it is. do you reckon no i think it is yeah so do you know what sometimes i'll do the opposite mm-hmm. what do you mean sometimes i like to do the opposite to shake up the the branches and the trees okay so, so pretend to be know... somebody you're not no or... no not necessarily so in spaces where um maybe i should code switch mm-hmm. and probably try to fit in mm-hmm. in those spaces when it's like completely ridiculous i'll do the opposite and i will go over and beyond being me okay so if we've gone to like a posh restaurant or okay where i okay okay let me give you an example because i'm 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 dithering here i've had a few drinks right so you know my normal lash lady Mm-hmm. In a blink, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a little ad. In a blink, um, lash. She's had a baby, so she's on maternity leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, my lash lady's on um, maternity leave. Therefore, I've had to find someone else. I've found a very, very nice. It's a bit bougie. Mm-hmm. It's a bit um, lardy da. Okay. A uh, placing where I live um, to do lashes, and it's like a beauty salon, but it's very quiet. It's very like, oh. Um, prim and proper. Have you booked I'm, an appointment? Go in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I booked an appointment. Mm-hmm. And I, I, it's a bit more expensive right. than the places that other people go to to get their lashes. Okey-dokes. But I want the best. Look, why not? Um, babes, I rocked up, being loud, in my boots, in my <laughs> colourful gear, <laughs> being me, my green hair. Yeah. I probably didn't even brush it properly. <laughs> and I was like, you're right, babe. Yeah, I'm shouting. Um, and what did she do you say? Know what? What? Most nothing, because I'm a paying customer. Oh, if right. I'm a paying customer, they can't tell me nothing. Yeah. But I guess most people maybe would have toned it down. Yeah. Maybe Coming would have gone in and been like, yeah. hello. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, I think, do you know what? The older I get, the less fucks I give. Yeah. Yeah. And if um well blatantly if i'm paying i'm gonna be me i'm not gonna i'm not gonna um try to be someone i'm not mm. or try to fit in mm. um so yeah um i'm with you i guess i haven't really done it a lot do you know what the only time i've actually proper 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 done it pubs oh how you've been to a pub i go to pubs on well so, not on regular but yeah you know what i mean I, i've been at pubs I never was really a pub person. Mm-hmm. The only time I ever went to a pub was when I um, started dating my now husband. Okay. Who is white, shock horror, to people that don't know. <laughs> so I have a white husband. Um, and I think it's a cultural thing. I didn't really understand pubs. So where I lived in London, when you walk past a pub, it wasn't people you knew. And it was always white people in London. Mm-hmm in a pub yeah yeah but it was always like kind of way a football guys mm-hmm. or kind of 
East End kind of white people. So it was just a place where people like me just didn't go. Yeah. Didn't go. We yeah. walked past. Yeah. Ran past. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah, across the road. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then when I met my husband, it was a case like, no, pubs are actually like um a nice family thing. You go there for dinner. Mm-hmm. You can go there for like um to watch football, obviously, mm-hmm. but not necessarily football. Yeah. Um just a, a quick Other catch things. up, like an after work drink. Yeah. 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 And locals where you yeah. meet people that are like you. Mm-hmm. So it's not just like rowdy rowdy. Yeah. It's just like a nice place where some people go and everybody knows your name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, where have I heard that? So before? yeah. Mm. I don't know. I might have ripped it off from somewhere. <laughs> but um in terms of me. Yeah, so code switching in pubs was... then. What were you doing in what you, what do you do in pubs? Just a bit do you know what? I think it's it's more a case of um not trying to fit in. It's just a case of me toning it down so I feel a bit more safe. Okay. So I guess I'm not drawing attention to myself if I'm acting a bit different to the normal folk in there. So what do you think is gonna happen you... if you draw attention to yourself in a pub? Well, I guess they would all realise that I was black, see? (laughs) (laughs) And ask me what I'm doing there. I don't know. No, I don't know. It's just that, um, I guess, for me, code switching just means slipping into spaces and not kind of drawing attention to myself. And I think in some spaces, black people, including me, are a bit louder. Mm-hmm. Are a bit louder. Are a bit more colourful. Um, so if you're that and it's a bit different, you're going to draw attention to yourself. Mm. And sometimes I don't want any attention. And that's the other thing as well. I just want to, even though if I've got the brightest colour hair, the brightest colour clothes, the loudest laugh, the loudest personality, that's just normal to me. Mm. And I don't want necessarily people discussing that or saying, oh, if I'm amongst my people, we don't talk about that. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. You're not doing it for a reason. You're just doing it because that's just you. That's yeah. how you operate. Right. And people like me understand that yeah. and they're not thinking it's a bit different or a bit out of the norm. Mm. Yeah. What about you? Because obviously, not obviously, not everybody knows that um, of our work um, background. Um, <laughs> you're more of a professional in the corporate world. Yeah. I'm assuming yeah. you've had to do that in the corporate world. Yeah. But it's similar to you, actually. I'm listening to what you're saying, and I feel I did do it a lot more when I was younger, and I gave a bit more of a damn. Now I'm doing it less. So uh, back in the day, if I went into work, I would feel that I couldn't use slang. For example, Mm. I would try to talk as well as I could. So I'm North Londoner, right? And North, like, this is, if I really just dropped everything, every single pretension that I have right now, then I'd be talking like this, that I'd just really just like, and this is, yeah, this is this is how I'd be talking. If I really relaxed down and started talking, a guy. I would, but I but I don't do stuff like that. Like I'm I'm not like a skinny. Yeah, get me. Yeah, I don't do that. 
but I I just don't talk as proper as I could talk. Some people do talk. And I know many people who do come into the workplaces that I work in and they talk like this. And I understand why mm. they do it. They want to be taken seriously. They want that credibility. And talking like this mm. gets you that. But there's only so long that you can maintain that. Like you will, if you, if you outside of work, I think, talk in a way that I would usually talk, at some point it's going to drop and you're going to say something and it's going to be more obvious because you talk so differently mm. the rest of the time. So mm. I spent ages trying to show I'm as good as any other person. I'm as good as any other white person that's in my office. So I can, I can, I can match them intellectually. I can perform as well as them. I can perform sometimes even better than them. So I realized I didn't need to keep up that pretense. And I started relaxing yeah. into myself a lot more and there weren't, any repercussions for me. So I realized that I could be more and more myself and it was fine. So now I'll be, I'll be talking to people and I will, I might, like I keep saying drop a tea, but that is the kind of thing that I might do and, and it's fine and it's okay. And now I think the environment is such that people are being encouraged to be their authentic selves more and more and more. And I'm hoping that people feel that they don't need to code switch as much to get ahead. I know that people will continue to do it, but I just really hope that people understand that you don't have to, that they see enough people like me, not bigging myself up that much, but like me and people, other people who do as I do and just try to come and bring their authentic selves to work and feel that they can do the same especially the young ones coming up. Like I, I would hate for anyone to feel they have to come into work and start talking like the Queen's niece in order to be taken seriously. But um, yeah, so I'm much more comfortable now with, with just bringing myself to work and talking about, you know, I was raised in Edmonton and what? And what? Like I didn't grow up in, in Edmonton. I, d I don't know. I can't even think of a posh place, but Hertfordshire, say. I was going to say, Edmonton's quite posh, isn't it? No. Is no. it not? No. It sounds posh. It? Edmonton. 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 No, it's not posh. It's right next door to Tottenham. And Tottenham, I think, is even on the up compared to Edmonton. But it's all good. It's all good. Okay. So, yeah, it's... um. It's something that I, I'm hoping I do less and less. I might do it and I don't even know I'm doing it, to be quite honest. I probably do. When I'm actually, when I meet <laughs> when I meet new people, um, say at school, so school parents. Like Ooh. so my eldest is now in secondary school. She's in um year eight, and I do mm -hmm. from time to time meet some of the other kids' parents. And I, I don't think I would meet them on day one and be like, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. How are you doing? You're, yeah. Like, I, I, I don't think I. You don't talk like no, that but I don't, anyway. I don't talk like that because I'm conscious. Well, do you know what? Now I'm thinking, do I, <laughs> am I just code switching all day long and I'm just confused and I'm just thinking that I don't and I do. And it's just so natural. It's become a part of me that I, that I just do it automatically. But I think that I. I, I, I turn it on a little bit when I'm meeting new people and then I get comfortable with them and then I drop it. That's what I think I do. 
Okay. But if okay. I was to talk to my sister, for example, if we were to properly just like be chatting and, and talking about stuff that we usually talk about, it would be proper North London. It, it just... But is that a black thing or is that a familiar thing? I don't think it's a black thing. Mm. Oh. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. So it's not a racial thing? I don't know. For, well, do you know right, what? It, right. it doesn't need to be because there are people like talk about social mobility. Let's talk about that, right? There's people Ooh. who have come from, um, I guess, they haven't come from as privileged a background as other people. And mm-hmm. they've grown up in an area that isn't as affluent as some other people. And they will talk a certain way, whether they're black or white. And then they go mm-hmm. into the workplace and to feel that they are taken seriously, they need to switch up the way they talk. They need to talk with um, a little bit more of an, a plum in their mouth. And yeah, right. Yeah. So, it's, and that's not a black or white thing. That is just a, I want to be taken seriously. Look at me. I know what I'm talking about. I know how to talk. So this, yeah, this is me. So, and that, sorry, I was going to say that makes sense. Because you tried to out Danny last week with the whole surname thing. And I said, that's not my story to tell. But I'm going to um, just pluck a thing from his story that it's not my story to tell. But you're going to tell anyway. Anyway, yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. He was... I say he's northern. He is northern. You probably wouldn't know because... He doesn't let his accent slip. Mm. So he was born and bred up north. And I think when you're when you're from London, mm. north south divide mm. is very oh, just spat everyone like dribbling. <laughs> north south divide yeah. is very different. And if you're abroad or whatever, whatever, the accents are very different. Like, if I hear a northern accent, I'm like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. Mm. And and it's like, isn't it? And <laughs> all that. And <laughs> Yeah, I, I can't do any more because I'm not. No, no, don't. But he would speak like that. But when he went to uni mm. and did his gap year, he totally made a conscious effort to drop it. Yeah. And yeah, and adopt this, I guess, what you would say, or I would say there's the Queen's English, but then it's like that just, that kind of London accent that's, how everyone speaks, mm. I guess. And the only time that he sounds northern is when we go to visit his parents and he'll comes drop out. a couple of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And there's some words that he can't say because he can't do the pronunciation. It's really... Like, so again, like, yeah, I won't say the word that he can't pronounce because it's a swear word. <laughs> um, but the whole... It's like bath, bath. bath yeah. Uh, um, I would right. say another one, but I can't remember because I'm not Northern. <laughs> so I do understand. I think there's different levels to code switching, and definitely that North South divide. Mm. And if you are from up north and you come down here to get quote unquote professional job, mm. you're not going to be saying bath and. I don't know, whatever else you would say if you were Northern, Pet, which is um, really I've like... I've got a friend who's from Leeds and we, we used path, to do this. Path, yeah, path, vase, bath. Water, water, water. Yeah, water <laughs> and 
Uh, wait, what's the other? So water. <laughs> water. Water. And water. What? Water. <laughs> I'm just going <laughs> higher pitch. That's, that's not a difference. <laughs> Oh, no, it's not. What are we talking you know about? What, what are we doing? Because we're adults. Hey, babes, I just figured it out. It's because we're adults. Yeah. And we say water. Babes, we never used to say water. water. It'd be like water. 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 Yeah. yeah. Water. Water. So there's water, some water? and water. water. Oh, yes. Man. So that's not a northern thing. That's just pronouncing water. your teeth. Water. 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 No, I don't. Water. To... It's water. Water. <laughs> it's water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Water. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. And like my name, Sarita. Sarita. And I, even I would say my name, my name's Sarita. It's Sarita. Indeed. What is it about? Why are, you, why are Londoners so anti tea? So lazy. It's laziness. Do you reckon it's just laziness? Water. Water. It takes, it must take a little bit more, a little bit water. more effort. Sarita. To add the tea in. Butter. Something about the muscles that you're using to make that tea yeah. sound. I'm yeah. making that up. I don't know. I don't it's know. It's true. It's true. So, yeah, I think code switching, I think across the board, there are different types of um, people that do it. And I don't think it's just necessarily a racial thing. No. But I think it's more prevalent possibly maybe because we um notice it more in terms of blackness i think yeah again we have more slang terms we have more colloquialisms Colloquialisms. and we'll be penalized to be fair we will be penalized more for you for bringing that language into the workplace yeah if you bring in cockney slang that's all good yeah but then as soon as you start bringing in inverted commas urban yes slang yes then that's yes. where you've got a problem because let's be honest east london slang mm. um white people understand east london slang mm. if they don't know anyone they watch East Enders. <laughs> unfortunately if you don't know any black people and they're saying words you're never gonna hear it Hello, my name is Charlene Sandy. I'm a London-based textile designer and workshop facilitator. My practice is based around natural dyeing and sustainability, where I create beautifully hand-dyed sweatshirts and other accessories. You can find me on Instagram at charlene.sandy or via my website www.charlenesandy.co.uk and sign up for my newsletter. Thanks. In terms of black lives in music, a black lives in music study found that 63% of black music creators had experienced direct or indirect um, racism, including explicit language, explicit racist language or different treatment Mm. because of their race or ethnicity. Mm. And 67% had witnessed such behaviour. Racial microaggressions were rife, experienced by 71% of black music creators and witnessed by 73%. So that, those figures are quite high, babes. Especially in a field that, um, I guess we're expected to be. Exactly. Do you know what? It's so interesting because I would have thought in like music... Most black music is going to be, and I'm generalising, but like rap, hip hop, R&B, soul or whatever, where you would traditionally, 
expect to find people who would talk the stereotypically black way or stereo yeah. act the stereotypically black way not that i know that what this black way is but the way that music companies would expect black people would like to market black people as acting so to find that they are still facing such extreme levels of racism even though that is what the music or the record labels are wanting to market is is just like incredible to me you'd think that that would be the place where black people would be able to go in and just be themselves and get the credit that they deserve from producing the music that they're producing but still it's not enough you actually um brought this to my attention mm. i didn't realize because i don't watch a lot of tv i do mm. however i'm very much into like streaming mm -hmm. and watching things on my time yeah, yeah. and re-watching things because i feel comfortable and it doesn't give me anxiety <laughs> so um yeah tiny temper mm. um he has a new show he does. however mm -hmm. in terms of code switching He's recently spoken out about inequalities facing black artists within the UK um, music industry, which we were talking about before, mm -hmm. but we went on on a massive um, <laughs> tangent. tangent. So he said, you're a rapper, so this is your budget and you're black, but this is a folk artist from Shropshire. They haven't sold as many records as you, but we think they are more viable. So we're going to spend more he told um pa media mm. so again unfortunately we are we were talking about the whole music industry yeah. and i do get it to a certain extent because we are in the uk mm. it's someone that we've never heard of mm. but they are white so the media just thinks you know they're going to make more money than someone that is a well-known black person. Therefore, out you go. You should have code switched so we understood you more. Um, <laughs> but, but Tiny, yeah. Tiny is, is not going to do no code switching because... It, no, he's not. Go on. But it's mad because in my mind, he's massive. I, I think no? he was massive. I don't know if he's as relevant anymore. Well, maybe, I think he's... Is that because it's to us? Oh, maybe. Maybe. Because we're old folks. Is that what you're saying? Well, no. Well, I know. Well, <laughs> I can't name a song, but if <laughs> his music came on. Yeah. I know his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know yeah, his name. Yeah, yeah, I know his he's name. He's probably got a million mobos in his back yeah, garden probably, or whatever. Probably. But yeah, he's not as, as hot as he was. But anyway, I think that's been a conscious effort on his part because he's tried to rebrand himself as this property mogul. But mm. going back to what you talked about, like his new show, which isn't about music at all. So maybe he's stepping away from that industry because he realises okay. that there's only a certain level that he can get to. Um, mm -hmm. So he's got his, his new show, Extraordinary Extensions. And um, I mm. had no idea that he was so into property and, and he's apparently married to some billionaire's daughter or whatever. But anyway, that's by the by. I never knew yeah. that. So um, okay. he's a property investor and he, in as part of this program, what he does is he talks to homeowners and they talk him through 
their extensions that they've built to their homes. So it's kind of like a grand mm. designs, but hosted by Tiny Temper, who Tiny Temper. knows not a lot about architecture. But <laughs> it's 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 fine. So it's it's great. When I first heard about it, I was so excited because like we've got we've got Phil and Kirsty, we've got George <laughs> Clark who does his shows, we've got that Kevin McLeod guy who does grand designs, and they're all like white middle class people. And then you've got Tiny Temper, um, mm. and then I watched the show, and it was fine. Like it was nice to see nice black face. Nice Ebo brother, yes. He's Ebo. He is Ebo. He is, and I'll I'll never let him go because of that fact. But he okay. was very very authentic. Like the the shows, the episodes that I've seen, he's been just himself. He hasn't tried to be that architecture expert. He's not tried to mm. use language to rival the design experts. He's just been tiny temper talking about mm. your extension which is really nice <laughs> and and that's cool so i respect the fact that he's chosen not to code switch like he literally bowls bowls up to the family who's being um, interviewed or who's showing off their extension and just mm. has a normal chat with them and i'm so surprised that channel four put that on primetime television really really surprised but it is channel four it is channel four to be fair it's not bbc one to be fair not BBC One. Mm -hmm. And you know what? I So, you told me about this show. Mm. As I said, I don't really watch TV mm. in real time. I, I stream and do blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, so, I did actually watch it. And I think there's only... It's kind of a fairly new programme, right? So, there's yeah, only been like episode four, four or something. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I watched an episode... Um, I, I literally, literally read... Um, what it was about and lo and behold <laughs> i watched an episode no oh, i watched did, did. one okay. scene okay okay it happened to be a house that they were doing in bushy heath okay. and i say happened to be because that's near where i grew I up mean, as a teenager yeah, yeah, you yeah. said Hertfordshire. Yeah. yeah 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 so this house that they did up <clears throat> they did some kind of basement thing mm -hmm. they had sheets of glass mm. um they were saying, if it's coming off a truck, it's gonna, um, we can't use it. And these sheets of glass were like £5,000 each. Ooh. So we're talking money. Yep. We're talking about people that are doing it. It's not just an extension in your garden. No, it's not. Right? It's not. Oy, oy, let's get an extension. It's a grand design. It, it is. is a massive but job. Yeah. It was grand. Mm. And... I liked the fact that he was himself. I did think, not being rude, mm. I think he didn't completely let himself be a bit relaxed. I don't know. I don't know. But he do you think he was still think... trying to prove himself? Like, he <clears throat> has no credentials as far as no. design, property go. I mean, I know he's got, he's, he owns properties, buys and sells, yeah, whatever. He said he was, I think at the start of the programme, he did his little disclaimer like um i'm into properties and i've um he's either developed yeah often. yeah yeah he's a property i think developer. he's done his own yeah something something yeah blah, blah, blah. yeah but he's in that field yeah but if someone said to me tiny temper's got a, a program about um extensions and home design i'd be like huh why yeah 
why yeah. why yeah. and i guess it, it would be going to back to episode three of aim high like so <laughs> what he bought a house and therefore he's got credentials to be on grad yeah. designs yeah. now <laughs> someone, everyone's got to start somewhere and if i got approached by channel four mm. and they would say what do you do i'm like i mean i make my house really nice therefore i'm an interior designer yeah so, yeah. yeah, I can do interiors. But no, good on him. I did enjoy it. Mm. Um, I don't think he 100% code switch because I think he in terms of Channel 4... He didn't. No. But I think you can do that with Channel 4. Mm. Channel 4 gives you some leeway. And I think with Channel 4, they want you to be yourself. That's the mm. whole thing. Yeah. Whereas BBC, well... They, we, well, yeah. yeah. Well, we're we're going to talk about... um reality tv um at a later date a later date because as i because as i found out this week um you were on the weakest link i was um, you were and i um was on um oh my god i can't remember the name of it i can't remember the name of it but it was a reality <laughs> tv show um and me and danny did two, oh super scrimpers super savers <laughs> Yeah, because we spent far too much money on stuff. And um, did it help you? Yeah, so... Did you learn how to manage your money as a result? <laughs> See, we're saving this for another episode. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. However, sorry. however, yeah. Mrs. Money Penny, yeah. who was the person that helped us, yeah, yeah, because um, when we were living there, we never, we never thought that we'd be able to afford to buy anywhere. Mm. And she did say, you know, you guys, come on, you two. You could if you just um knew about money. Yeah. Which we didn't know. Yeah. Knew how much people could make in this world, which we didn't know. Mm -hmm. And the fact that you don't have to live in London. Right. Okay. But we'll yeah, talk about so, that another day. Yeah. Well maybe next episode mm. that might be quite interesting. Mm -hmm. Um so yeah, going back to that um extraordinary extension yeah yeah it was interesting it was interesting. they did this whole basement yeah. thing yeah. it was very yeah. cute yeah like i said five thousand pounds yeah. per sheet of yeah. glass all of that nice so not yeah but yeah but he, how yeah. much better do you think he would have come across if he had done a little bit of code switching if, if he had tried to make himself seem like he knew more about the industry use some of the language ah. maybe was able but to then describe you know things what? in a better way yeah if he did that mm. me personally i'd be less interested in the show mm. but then if i'd be less interested mm. would there be more people that would be more interested however if that was the case they would probably just watch Grand Designs. So it's another program for people that don't watch Grand Designs. This is true. Surely. Yeah, people who are turned off by Grand Designs because it's a bit too pretentious. They are a, they are a bit too much mm. sometimes. I, I love Grand Designs. Mm. So do I. However, I could never see myself in it. Mm. Never. Mm. Even if I had the plushest... <gasps> What's that lady's name? The one that lives near me. Is it Norfolk? Ooh. I've got a book. Um, something Hill. Oh, Hill House Vintage. Yes. Oh. She could be on Grand Design yeah. if they got some kind of modern extension yeah. that was yeah. all glass yeah. or whatever, whatever. Yeah. 
But, um, yeah, little old me with my colourful house and yellow half No, you're not going to be in Grand Design, Danny. No. 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 It's not a Grand Design. It's beautiful, no. but it's not Grand Design. So then Tiny Tender might come around my house and be mm. like, oh, that's quite nice. Mm. All right. Um. Okay, not. All right. So um, what's that BBC program where they... Um, Give you 24 hours to change your room. Oh, God, that thing with um, Lawrence DeWillen. No, is he in it? Yeah. Yeah, that one yeah, that's he just come back. It was like 20 years old and it's they've, re- they've just done it again. Oh, has it just come back? Okay, am I thinking? Maybe I'll call Changing him rooms, him. changing rooms. Is it when right, your neighbour paints your house? I'll give you a changing house? room. <laughs> Thanks, I'll be on changing rooms where I do not even ask my neighbour to even... Tr- All right, we'll go on changing rooms... I'll tell you what to do with my um, office. Um, we'll give you a little heads up. Oh you my do gosh. that. We uh, pretend yeah. to be a certain way. Maybe we'll do a little code switching because Lawrence will have a little less. Yeah, he might like that. Yeah. It'll be fine. Yeah. Okay. All yeah, right. we can do changing rooms. All right. So, um, <laughs> even though we've gone off a tangent and we've gone massive way tangent. above time, massive tangent. do you have an example of when you've had to code switch? Hmm. Do you have to do it at work or not? No, I guess we covered that. Yeah, I yeah, I don't do it as much. Yeah, we did. We covered it. I mean, I don't, I, I don't, I don't think I do it at all right now. I think I'm pretty mm-hmm. much able to be myself. And especially because mm-hmm. I went and um, like I, I became self-employed. I freelanced, I contracted. So there was, I, I just couldn't be bothered putting up a pretense. I just wanted people to mm. buy into me. And yeah. I felt I could choose who I worked with a, a lot more. Um, so, yeah, that massively helped me working for myself. Um, so, no, I don't I don't feel I code switch. I hope if people know me at work and they know me outside of work, I hope I'm the same person. I would like to think okay. I'm the same person. Yeah. Okay. And I really, okay. but I do envy you because I think in your situation... You you can only be yourself with the kind of Me? work that you do now. Yeah, content creation. Uh, it's like I am what yeah. I am, and like you're buying me, and so like that's it, full stop. Which is lovely. It's a massive luxury to be able to go to work and just do you. Yeah. So you be grateful, girl. I'm grateful, but um, give me the money and I'll be more... <laughs> give me more money, I should more say. Money. More, more money. money. <laughs> more money. More money. And I'll be more grateful. Okay. Okay, so we are back. We were talking about um, co-switching just before this lovely commercial break. Mm-hmm. And now we are in the segment um, that we um, started last um episode it was new last episode mm. what in the world what in the, what world? In the world we still don't have a little jingle but no. maybe we will will do soon but in this segment we're going to talk about um very briefly bridgerton mm. netflix see mm. see i'm so excited see mm. ah, why why really? why netflix yes. have confirmed that on january 21st 2022 um, that Bridgerton will be back for a second season, babe. What? what? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the only reason I'm mentioning this yeah. is 
90 because I love British and I love um, Netflix. Mm-hmm. And Netflix, come on, man. We can, me and C can do some kind of show. <laughs> Come on, we can work. Come on, we can work we, we, book us so she doesn't have to go back to her corporate world, oh. and I um get some decent money. <laughs> but yes, um, the guy from Bridgerton, what's his name? Here, his name, um, Lord John, Bridgerton, Reggie Jean Page. I don't know if yes. I'm saying that right. I I just think that's how you say it, but yeah. Oh, I'm just gonna go with you. Yeah, but he is not British. Did you know that? Well, I mean, he he might be British. I think he's probably. Well, British. as in, he wasn't he born wasn't here. born in England. Like, yeah, yeah. That let's. Well, that's right. well, yeah, how can he be British? Because he you... might have British parents, and they they. Oh. So he, he may still be British. So let's not right, throw right. him out completely. Oh. Yeah. Okay, I'm just going on. I'm just going on Brexit terms. Okay, okay. And okay. Immigration terms. Yeah. I'm yeah. Gonna be... I'm going to be that person. Okay. He wasn't born here. He was born, I think, in Zimbabwe. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know um, that. I didn't know that. But he was saying that when he came over as a teenager, he had to, um, I guess, code switch mm-hmm. um, to kind of fit in yeah. because he felt he was a bit loud. He didn't really fit in. So I guess, I assume he became a bit quieter. He understood the assignment Mm -hmm. and then the assignment. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because I did actually think he was British. Mm. Did you? I did. I did. But is his accent not like that? I've heard him talking. I'm sure he's got an English accent. Mm, But then if he came here as a teenager from Zimbabwe Mm. and then felt that he had to quieten down and get into certain spaces i think as well as that there's the fact that he's come here from another so i was trying to think about all the people i know who've come from africa to here and which is a continent which is a country which is a continent but from the various countries that they've come from to here um Mm. it they've always been able to manage that code switching really well and assimilate oh. where they need to and switch back to their comfort zones where they need to. And I'm just thinking, what is behind that? Like, is there a reason why they they find it less of a problem to do that than people who were born here, like black people who were born here who have to code switch? Like we think, why should we speak a different way? Why should we have to be put in that position? But they've come from a whole different continent. Maybe they think because they're not, because they're coming to Britain, because they're coming to England, say, from a different country, they would have to change themselves up anyway. So the fact that they're having mm. to do it is less of a, it's about me being black and having to kind of assimilate into a white environment or white space. It's about me being from a whole different country and a whole different culture and having to move across and assimilate into another culture. So it's more cultural than it is about colour that's interesting just thinking about that that's interesting and I guess that makes sense because I guess if you are from another country you would think more I guess first about fitting into the culture of that country rather than yeah because um, you were born here right I was born here it's like okay well we're both British. British. Why should we have to change? Like being British yeah. should be enough to get by in Britain. But it's not. It's not. 
Interesting. Very interesting. Do you know what? I would love, I think for some people that don't actually understand this, I would love to have, you know how police have those cameras on them, the body, body cam, cams. yes. I would love to have a body cam. Just to record just go interactions, to, yes, yes, covert yes. recordings. Yes. Because even in where I live in Colchester, Essex, mm. um, when I'm walking about, I don't necessarily notice things. Mm. And then when I'm walking with people, they're like, did you not see that person staring? Did you not see this? Did you not? And I'm like, no, <sighs> I'm not looking. Mm. I'm looking up our head and looking for food. I'm <laughs> just minding my business. possibly drinks. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It'd be interesting to have a body cam. Yeah. All right. So if you could give some advice, um, we're going to take this segment to words of advice. Ooh, don't have a, um, a tune for this, a jingle. Um, if you could give advice for people within, um, you know, our our world mm. or whatever mm. humans fellow humans <laughs> about code switching what would you say so i would say that pretty much you do what you feel you need to do because who am i to tell you otherwise but i have realized that there's a certain kind of freedom that comes from just being your authentic self and i would hope that as like as many people as possible can feel i would like them to be able to feel the way that it feels to go into any space and be able to represent yourself as in the same way not have to worry about changing yourself because of your expectations of what other people think you need to be I, I just I, I wish for everybody that they would be able to get by just being themselves. So I'd say just try it. Even if like on the on the regular you do fall into the code switch category, maybe give it a go. Like for a meeting, if you work in a corporate environment, for one meeting, just try and behave the way that you would behave if you were with your friends imagine your manager and your colleagues were your friends and just do that just try it out because what's the worst that can happen you're not going to get sacked just by behaving like you so try it out see what happens if nothing happens then maybe try it out again and then relax into yourself and just like see the gradual change in how you're feeling when you go into the work environment I, I'd, I'd encourage people to do that. Just try it. What about you? I like, I like that. Yeah, I think, as I said, as I've gotten older, I am more for just being yourself at the end of the day. I mean, if you're in a position where you don't feel comfortable or you don't feel safe and you feel like you have to act a different way, hmm. then, well, no. Maybe you don't need to be in that space. That's a sign. Trust your gut. You don't need to be in that space. So why are you trying to fit into the space that you don't need to be in or you don't feel safe? Mm. That's my advice. So, again, be authentic. Yeah. Be you. Yeah. Don't try to conform because of other things. And 
if you feel that you do need to conform or you don't feel safe to be you, why? that space isn't for you. Exactly. Babes. Why is that? Why is that? You've got to think right. about why that is. Why you want to be that there? You do belong, even if it's not Tony and Guy. <laughs> even Douglas. if it is Errol, no, even if it's not Errol Douglas, and it's some lady that um, hasn't turned <laughs> up on time, and you're waiting there to get your weave, like I have, and she turns up with food, <laughs> and you're like, I'm really jealous because uh, I didn't eat, and I just want your food, but also but you're sinking out my hair, yeah yeah well sometimes we just have to do that so we get our hair laid and yeah. it's laid to the gods and mm-hmm. it just looks better mm-hmm. rather than someone that's turned up a tony guy and has made a mess of your hair or errol douglas and just dumps a whole jar of vaseline on your head well that's what the black lady did to me as well what's this with the grease and the I, don't know. Mm. I don't know i don't know i don't know, I don't know. okay well yeah well, that's about it for today's show. This must have been the longest show ever. This do you is... reckon it's because we had wine? I noticed that you had a little bit of a pickle of the so, bread. Yeah, do you know what? We are recording today at a different time mm. of the day than we usually record. So it is quite late in the evening. I needed mm. a drink tonight. Mm. Sarita needed a drink tonight. I did. It's Friday night, babe. It is Friday night. So you get what you get. But yeah, that might have something to do with it. I hope you enjoyed yeah. it. We um, came with our authentic selves. We didn't feel the need to code switch. And um, we gave you some advice as well on how we to did. make we you did. feel as great as we feel. Yay! Hey. Yay! Right. So we will see you next week on Women Who Rebrand. <laughs> um, you can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and lots of other um streaming platforms yeah yes lots of other podcasty platforms that are really um cool (laughs) i guess (laughs) the cool ones on the cool ones we're on the cool ones and if you're not already please do drop us a follow on instagram we're at women rebranded check us out yeah we are and it's a very good page so yeah check us out and um yeah we will see you next week well well You'll hear from us next week. Yeah, defos. Bye. Bye. Women Who Rebrand was brought to you by Sarita Fontaine and Chioma Olalea. If you like what you've heard and you want to hear us again, don't forget to subscribe or follow wherever you usually catch your podcasts. We're available on all streaming platforms, including Google Podcasts, Spotify and Breaker.